Down there, lollygaggers. We are Lollygagging Sports. As always, I am Bo Reed, along with Samantha Button and Matthew Irby. Samantha, guess what? We have, we have the winter meetings are finally here. We're like like days away. You know, I'm really excited. I hope it's very active winter meetings, which I suspect that it will be. But I have made this mistake before, so I'm getting I'm trying to get excited, but to kind of keep it under control because I don't want to build it up too much and then let myself down when nothing happens. But I'm looking for a couple big trades. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So that, that was my question. I want to open up with both of you. Uh, Samantha, we'll start with you here. Uh, and then we'll check in on Irby and see how he's doing with his new, his new head wrap. Um, what do you expect? To, is, is it going to be trades? Is it going to be, is it going to be big free agent signing? What's going to be the story of this, of this winter meetings? I'm not sure. I think there's going to be that many big free agent signings. I just think that's probably not how that's going to work. I think we will see some smaller free agent signings. I also think we're going to see some trades. So we have some rumors swirling about that. I mean, you have guys like Soto who are like almost certain to be moved in what better time mm-hmm. than the winter meeting. So that's kind of what I'm expecting we'll get here. I mean, who knows? Every time we think we know what we're going to see and then it ends up being something completely different. But if I, if I were to hazard a guess, I think we're going to see a couple of big trades, a lot of smaller trades, mm-hmm. and some minor free agent signings. So none of the big fish, or maybe one big fish? Yeah, maybe one. Maybe I, one. I'm guessing if there is one, I don't know that it will have all that much to do with the winter meetings, or it may be the consequence of a trade. I'm wondering about that, too. It's like, do some of the big fish go? Because once somebody gets whatever they need or mm-hmm. gets rid of, whatever they need to get rid of and trade, just then the next domino fall. It's possible. You know, like if you wanted to sign Cody Bellinger, aren't you holding out to see if you can sign one Soto first, if you could get Soto in a trade? Or if you lose out on getting Soto in a trade, do you then go after Bellinger? Something like that. Oh, I don't know. That makes, that, makes, that makes sense to me. Irby, what are you thinking here with the uh, with the winter meetings? Is it going to be trades? Is it going to be GM shopping for, shopping for players? What's it going to be? Oh, man. Can we have both? I mean, after I mean, I know the, you know the 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 GM meetings had to get cut short because everybody got sick. So hopefully that's I guess that's step one is nobody gets sick. Here, no 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 little viral <laughs> bugs going around. Uh, yeah, I I mean every year we go into this and and I do anticipate uh, a couple signings happening. I don't think the Otani will happen. That doesn't seem like the kind of especially if he's apparently already knows where he's going. Whatever I. You will see a couple fish, but rarely do we see the big, big, big ones here. Um, the trades, yeah. I mean, this is, if anything, what I hate about it is is that, yes, it's always fun when we have this and we can kind of get rumors going and we can get a few days worth of trades and signings. But realistically, a lot of the times what happens is that this is what starts that foundation and gets that conversation going and GMs can go back knowing, okay, we are in the market. We, we are in the market for this player. We can't get this done. It's going to cost us here. Let's reevaluate as a team. Let's re- reevaluate as a unit and find out if that's what we want to do. And so do the trades get done? Yes or no? It just depends. I Hopefully we do get some. I, I would, Samantha, I think we see some of those those mid-level trades um, that will get done of things that it, – it's fun. Those are the trades that don't blow the headline away, but, of course, you will probably see that happening. But they are the ones that once we get close to September – uh, they're the trades that come back, and you go, "Oh, that's I forgot they got that guy like that." Like it's so, yeah. Don't underestimate these little deals because 
we could spend an entire show talking about how these little mid-level trades that you don't pay attention to, how they work out really well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Cardinals. You took cash off the Rangers for Dolores Garcia. Thanks, by the way. Appreciate you. That, that was a fantastic small trade. <laughs> <laughs> but you brought up a tiny, and I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I don't think he signs at the winter meetings. And, you know, Samantha, what I find laughable about this, we keep hearing rumors about a guy who's keeping everything under wraps. Like, nobody knows. We're used to this, obviously. It it, it is the hot stuff, and people like to talk, and people like to make things up. People like to put rumors out there. But this is one case where I think nobody knows, so why why are we buying the whole one? He's obviously, he's going to sign before the winter meetings, or he's going to sign at the winter meetings, or he's going to sign after. Obviously, we don't know, but I think I agree with Irby here. I I think it's going to be after the winter meetings. Because if he's really serious about wanting everything to be kind of hush-hush and behind the scenes and discreet. The winter meetings is the last place he wants to sign. Oh, that's my exact thought, too. I mean, to me, it's like it could be before the winter meetings. It could be during the winter meetings. It could be after the winter meetings. But I can tell you where it won't be is at the winter meetings. Right. Because if they're trying to keep everything under wraps, I can't think of a worse place (laughs) to have a conversation with somebody or to even show up at all. So, yeah, there is – I would put, like, zero chance or something close to zero – that any kind of Otani deal gets done at the winter meetings because that is exactly the kind of thing that he says he's trying to avoid. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, watch him sign like the last day now. No, yeah. Not, not, but, but what if he just shows up like when they're packing up their stuff to get on the airport shuttle? See, okay. Like that, a parking lot deal. That would be like the that would be the best way to do this if you're a Tani and, and you kind of want to be in the rapture. You you wait for the like like I, I I guess the winter meetings has a lid at some point that last day. Wait for that and then you announce. <laughs> the people yeah. are already out of the hotel. On the way they're on the way to the airport. They gotta get home. Oh, Tani's signing. It's the best time. Yeah, no, if you really want to be stealthy, you just show up at that same airport and you call whoever your guy is, right? And you're like, listen, meet me at the at the Chili's. Like, we're going to meet at the airport, Chili's. We're going to sit down. My dog's going to get some chips and salsa or whatever, and I'm going to sign my contract at the airport, Chili's. That's some good chips and salsa at Chili's. I, like, I enjoy their chips. I see. Salsa. I think it's horrible, but I have a friend who, like, will, like, deliberately go to the airport, like, four hours early just so she can sit at Chili's and eat their chips and salsa. Now, I think it's gross. But. I mean, I mean is, is it better than, you know, some authentic Tex-Mex? Of course not. It's Chili's. <laughs> but... It's not even better than most chain restaurants. Although I have to say, chain restaurant salsa is is not good. It's It's not. Really not. Really not. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you, we're going to have some fun here uh, before we get into football. We're going to have some fun. Uh, Obviously, we're into the winter meetings. Anyone that listens to this show every year, we get excited for this because it's kind of like our our oasis in the middle of a off-season desert. (laughs) It's You know, we're bored. We want to talk some baseball, but there's nothing to talk about until the winter meetings. Well, it's, it's finally, finally approaching us. Now, I want to I want to be very clear here. The players we're about to talk about, as of the time that we are recording the show this week, have not signed anywhere. So if some of them sign, before you have a chance to listen to Lollygaggy, first, what are you waiting for? But second, that's why, because we, we obviously record this Wednesday nights. But we're going to go through a list of players. Now, we're, we're going to take away... The biggest stipulation there is, we're going to say, if money is no object. So that's right. All of a sudden, in this scenario, 
The Oakland Athletics can afford Shohei Itani because money is no object. We are going to find what we think is the best landing spot just from a pure baseball standpoint. Everybody got that? Everybody got the rules? Okay, good. I, there's, I think we have one other stipulation for this, too, and it's that you can't just take everyone who's good or that you want and put them on, like, your favorite team. True. So they, they have to be a fit for some other reason. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe you get one. You get one going to your team. But, you know, we can't just all give Otani to our own team otherwise. Yeah, can we, can we have one, one homer pick? Yeah, you can have one homer pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if it, if it makes sense, you can make a homer pick. But you can't just be like, I. everybody wants Otani and also everyone else who's valuable right. in the market. Because otherwise I'm going to take Otani and Bellinger and probably the, the you know, the Pudgies. Because I love them. You know, <laughs> if I... <laughs> If I had thought about this ahead of time, I would have insisted that Rufnet Odor be added to this list just so I could have some fun with Irby. Oh, well. It's just, it's, why, why Why would you do that? Because it's, it's fun. That's why. No first, other reason. First, we're about to go on the air. You just throw out octopus and swords, and then you start the show. <laughs> now you're throwing Rufnet Odor at me. Like, what did I do to you today? <laughs> no, he said, he, said he, he doesn't want us to talk about the octopus with the knife again. Yeah. He's made that clear. So just factor that into your calculations. I'm probably that. going to bring that up at some point. It seemed like you didn't want us to talk about it again, I, which means we're definitely going to talk about it again. <laughs> I didn't say that specifically. It was implied. It was implied. <laughs> and now you said Rube Notator, whose dad is now the Guardian's third base coach, apparently. So um, Is he also named Rube Notador? Rugless. Oh Rugless. Yeah. Oh, so they only they only named all the kids Rube Odor. Yeah, although we have a theory. We think maybe the wife had to change her name when they got married, so maybe she's Rugletz. <laughs> You know, there are other letters <laughs> than R-O-U. <laughs> no, no, Bo, they're, they're not. Clearly, they're not. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what? I didn't know that. That's, 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 you know, I, I was going to say interesting, but not, not really. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> let's kick this off <laughs> with the big whale that's out there. One, Shoei Otani. We're going to start with hitters, but, you know, Otani's both pitcher and hitter. So he's only going to be a hitter next year. So we're going to we're going to we're going to start off with him and then get into the other hitters. But Samantha Shohei Atani, where do you think his ideal landing spot is? Baltimore. Mm. Baltimore. Ooh. Ooh, I like Baltimore. Yeah. Where be how about you? I wow I um like. I want to do the homer pick, but I'm definitely not going to do that. Uh, you know, just to <laughs> just just to drive things out of out of proportion, freak everybody, you know, drive everyone nuts. I, I'm gonna it's it's saying the same one, but I'm gonna go to uh, Toronto. Uh, all this East Coast stuff and everything, all this, uh, you know, this in America, this and that, and then he ends up in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna say Arizona. Huh. I like it. I don't think that's ever come up. It hasn't. Like you, th- it. you think about it, all the all those line drive slap hitters in Arizona, all they need is that big bopper in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Next on the list, Cody Bellinger. Samantha, who do you have? Cody Bellinger. Mm, 
think I'm gonna make my Homer pick here. Guardians. Nice. nice. I, I really, really would like to have Cody Bellinger. Um, also, you know, the outfield market and also the outfielders that everyone has being the garbage cape that they are. Uh-huh. That's a hot commodity, man. So, like, if there's anything that my team can't afford, which is everything, I'm gonna pick the hardest thing to afford, which would be an outfielder because that's gonna be more expensive. So, yeah, this is I'm using my Homer pick early on on Cody Bellinger. Nice. All right, Irby, how about you? Uh, Seattle. You know, everything they thought they were getting with some of that young outfield. Boy, if you could put uh, Bellinger and uh, Julio Rodriguez together. I I love that combination. Yeah. Cody's a free agent, not a trade, so it can't be done. I agree with you. I was going to say Seattle as well. Uh, Maybe. What did Cody Bellinger ever do to the two of you? This is me. (laughs) I well no, it's not going to happen. But it's it makes sense for what they're trying to build. Yeah, it's never going to happen. <laughs> That's why it never will happen because it makes fifty four percent. Fifty four percent. Cody Bellinger considers taking a phone call from Jerry Depono. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. Though, I'll, I'll pivot though. I'll pivot. Cincinnati. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it. <laughs> All right. All right, Samantha. Matt Chapman. Hmm. See, I just want to... I want to say back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm sick with that. Irby, dis- Irby disagrees. <laughs> Irby does not want that. <laughs> Irby would like him to be a Texas Ranger. Is that what we're going with this? No, 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 no. We got, we got you, don't you have us to say, don't you have a third baseman? Like, really like, third 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 third. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought you were doing. I'm like, why would you do, why would you want a third base? Are you going to make him a DH? Like, what are you doing? Okay, okay. <laughs> I, uh, well, me, I'll, I'm going to say uh, Atlanta, Atlanta Braves, getting back with a, with a Olsen. Chapman Olsen thing. That could have been an amazing combination. It's just they came up together in Oakland. Oakland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I think this one is, is a little bit more obvious thanks to Depoto and his trading ways. But since I pivoted to the Reds in the last one, I can send it to, to Seattle, who needs a third baseman now that they've dealt theirs away. There you go. In, in that theory, that theory right there, you could make him an angel because they need a third baseman, even though they've got one they've overpaid. They need an everything. Um. I don't. I don't hate Matt Chapman enough to do that. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Rendell would be very confused. What's he doing here? Well, you know, Abla Inglés, so we don't need you third base. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Samantha, I, I can actually see Irby's facial expression saying that while he said it. I can too. I can too. It's it's perfect. It's, I, it's in my head, and I love it. The Especially band. with the headband. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see it with the headband. Since we're doing podcasts and not video casts for everyone's beautiful, you don't get to see it. Uh, I've got the Jonah Heim Mitch Garver headband. The state of Texas with the catcher's mask on. Came in today. So excited. It really is nice. It's really nice. Yeah, I like the look at that thing. Actually, it's very nice. Okay. Yeah, and all you need, all you need to wear it is a bald head. Well, I'm almost there. <laughs> I do not have a bald head. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next on the list, Samantha, where are we sitting? Joey Votto. Hmm. All right. Who needs a dad and not a baseball player? 
There's a lot of teams because in I, that description. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's a little bit, like, cooked. Um, but, like, somewhere where there are many children who could benefit from his, like, tutelage. Arizona! I'm going to send him to Arizona. There you go. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're going to do with him, but, like, I mean, how much is he really going to play, right? He's just there to be dad. And do weird stuff. Yeah. So, I'm going to yep. send him to Arizona. Okay, Orby, how about you? Uh, I Cincinnati. I just I can't see him in anything other than a Reds jersey. I know, yeah. kind of cheating. Yeah, just can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I, and and yeah, I really don't wish ill will on, on Joey Votto with this. I, I think they could really use him to really move that needle past, or at least try to get to five hundred. Uh, is Colorado? They could, they could use him out there. There you I, go. I, I don't mean anything bad for you there, 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 there Joey, but, uh, you know, talk about needing a dad. That that whole organization needs a dad. No, owner needs a dad. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs a dad there. First, first time in the locker room when they split a four-game series and everyone's popping champagne. What the hell are y'all doing? 500 for the week. No, that's not the goal. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh he, he's going to retire in May. He's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Poor Joey Votto. Okay, this one ought to be interesting. Uh, Tim Anderson. Hmm. Where are we? I mean, there's Mr. Anderson. <laughs> like, this is hard because there are places I want to send him just to sow discord. Like, where I want to send him in as, like, it's like the poison pill, right? Like the Trojan horse. Like you mail someone a wooden horse and out pops Tim Anderson and he ruins your life. So I'm trying to decide, am I just dumping him somewhere where like a person like that makes sense? Because if that's the case, it's the Padres. Mm-hmm. Or do I want to weaponize this and send him somewhere where he will like destroy everything around him? Which is tempting. Which means I'm obviously sending it to Houston. I was about to say, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go for it, go for the gold. Well, where else am I going to send them that I really care about sowing Discord? Like Minnesota, like they have they sown their own Discord by, so like they don't they don't need that. They don't need that. They did it themselves. <laughs> they did it themselves. Okay, so, well, oh, they what, sure did. Which ones are going to be then? Padres or Astros? Um, well, I'm a chaos goblin, so, I, and I. Just my my desire to like destroy the Astros from within is like way stronger than my desire to like see what sort of goofiness will ensue with the Padres because that's going to happen anyway. And plus, you know, I would be a hero if I sent Tim Anderson to Houston and he ruins the Astros. Yeah, I, w- I would be a hero. That's true. I like that. I like to be known as the person who took on the Astros. Me and Tim. <laughs> and do it together. Oh boy. Okay, Irby, what are you, where, where are you sending Tim Anderson? Yeah. Like, well, first of all, I'm really excited that I remembered because I had mine picked out on Sunday, and I'm so going to forget, and thank you guys for helping me remember. But uh, Tim Anderson is going to reverse post himself, and he's going to head over to the Oryx Buffaloes, and he's going to demand that they pay Major League Baseball some money to post, and he's going to go over and play in Japan. He's the first ever American to Japanese MLB, the Nippon, Nippon League, reverse posting. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Samantha, I am also going to send Tim Anderson to Houston, but not necessarily to be a Chaos Goblin or Sabotage. I don't think I've seen a player fit a team's concept more like Tim Anderson does with the Astros. He's 
perfect for that organization and that team. <laughs> well, also, like, obviously, like, he was, like, statistically the worst hitter in the league last year, so he probably needs to cheat. It would be justifiable cheating. Yeah. The guy needs all the help he can get. Of course, it's, it's Tim Anderson, and, with, and he would cheat, and his average would drop, but, you know. Yeah, well, and also, he, he's the guy who will get him caught again, too. That's the other Yeah, thing. that's a good point. Get, he will get caught. That's a good he point. would openly talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, we're going to have some fun now. Uh, Daniel Vogelbach, I'm assuming someplace that has really good post-game spreads. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to kind of spoiler my pick for the next guy because I need them to go as a pair. So this is the bonded pair. Remember we talked about the bonded pair uh-huh. yeah. with the commanders and football and we were upset because they didn't get traded together. Well, we're going to rectify this bonded pair problem. So I'm going to put him together with the next fellow on this list. Can I, should I go ahead and say it? You yeah. guys can do yours one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and put mine together. So he and Rowdy Tellez, my darling bowling balls. Um, I would like them to be a package deal. I don't know if they're a bonded pair, but I want them to become one. So I'm going to put them together, and I just want them to go somewhere that is, like, happy and safe, where you can just be a bowling ball and just, you know, have a nice time there. I don't have any roster. We already have our own bowling ball. Like, Josh Naylor's kind of a bowling ball, so otherwise I would take them to the Guardians. But I also already used my homer pick. Um, But I think that the bowling balls would be very happy in... I just need a place that's kind of low stakes. I'm going to send them to Colorado. They can mash there. And they just, they're really not very good, right? They only have to go 500. So I'm going to send them to Colorado. Okay. You know, I, think they'll be, I think they'll be happy there. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. You better send an oxygen machine with it when they that's hit a triple. Well, that too. <laughs> uh, okay, Irby, I, I tell you what. A triple. That's adorable. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Didn't Vogel Vogelbach had one this year? I know, and it was yeah. Quite a thing to think. Every time this comes up, we say the same thing. At least Irby and I do. I've seen Benji Molina get a hit for the cycle. I can see these guys hitting for a triple. It's that simple. Yeah. Back Anything back can happen, especially that Colorado. Colorado, that would be. Yeah. I mean, c- can you imagine if one of them put <clears throat> some serious spin on the ball and it, it went straight up and it kept going because it's Colorado, so it was this <laughs> towering pop up that just stays in the air long enough for them to get to second base, and then this just a matter of getting to third before they can get thrown out. I don't see why not. I think they'll like it there. It'll be nice though. I mean, physics might have something to say about that, but. <laughs> No, well, <laughs> physics know. might have had something to say about Daniel Vogelbach hitting a triple, and he got one out of me. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, Irby. I, I think, I, I think I, I like what Samantha did there. The, these these two really do belong together. So I think we yeah. should, we should both do that as well. We should both find a spot for both of them. Oh, I can do it. I can do it. All right, go um, ahead. And, and and it's it's all about the you know the the free food, like you said, the free food that's there for you. Uh, I mean, pound for pound. Pound for pound, some of the strongest guys out there. And where do we hear that stuff all the time? When we see uh, MMA or boxing matches in Vegas. So yeah. we're sending these two to Vegas with the all-you-can-eat buffets and pound for pound, these guys. Uh, you know, just put these two up on a billboard, please. Put them up on a billboard. Well, as long as they're not counting on the A's to feed them. 
I mean, wasn't that the whole thing? Where like the players oh, yeah. up there were talking about how they would give them food that looked like it came from that fire fest thing? You know, like the cheese sandwich with like the one slice of American cheese. On two no, that's, of that's, bread. that's part of the fun. It's like, you know, you call to the bullpen to get some, you know, relief pitcher to come in. Daniel, Dan, Daniel and Rowdy are going to be at, at the casinos eating and playing craps. And they'll get a phone call to come in and pitch it. And we will watch them run across. Uh, the Las Vegas Strip to come in and pitch it. I don't think you'll have to do that because I'm fully expecting this new stadium to have a casino in it. No, that's oh, yeah. probably true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, have you ever tried to cross the Las Vegas Strip? It takes like 45 minutes. Well, I know. That's, you that's have to walk up to walk up to the to the bridge and walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You have to, you have to, it's <laughs> quite an undertaking. <laughs> you have to go through all of these different cast of characters to get there. <laughs> oh, I once walked all the way from New York, New York, to Stardust before it was imploded, and it, like wow. two o'clock in the morning, and it took me like an hour and a half. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but that's part of the fun. Watch these guys in the middle of, oh, there's Dan. He's about five miles away from the stadium. This will be fun to watch him get here and done. <laughs> Eating nachos while he's crossing the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, as much as I would love to send these guys to Philly, Philly doesn't doesn't really need more offense. Uh, I think I'm going to send them to Pittsburgh. They can mash in Pittsburgh. Be kind of low-key. It's a nice ballpark, too. It's a very nice ballpark. It's a really nice ballpark. So, you know, give the Pirates fans something. They have this beautiful ballpark. It's just, you know, I'm be excited about that. I don't know how the food is there. It's probably okay. I figure it's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Steel City's just fine for food. It's just, it's a fine place for food. I mean, if you see, you've seen the football players that come out of that area. They're that small. <laughs> I think they're well-fed. <laughs> I think they're well-fed, yes. I'm, as somebody who spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh, yeah, it is, it's not a bad food city at all. It's really not. So I think they'll be okay. Not those, don't, no one say Pomancy Brothers to me. That's just foul. No. Um. <laughs> all right. One more hitter before we get into into the pitchers that are on the market. Are you guys ready for this? I can't wait to see where you place uh, this guy, Gary Sanchez. <laughs> Can I just send him back to the Yankees because that would be the funniest freaking thing? <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course you could. That's exactly what I want to do. He can he can share time at DH with Giancarlo Stanton. It'll be great. Share time at DH and the disabled list. That too. <laughs> okay, Irby, how about you? Gary Sanchez, where's he going? Um. Oh man, that's like the Yankees pick is really sounded really well. <laughs> the ultimate of yeah, we messed up or did we? Uh, they could use the all right now. This is like the 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 hype, whatever you want to say about that come that always been around him everything. This is Angels, right? This makes sense to overpay to make him an angel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to send him to St. Louis. Because why not? That's, that's what that rotation needs. You know, another catcher to blame for their failures. Gary Sanchez. Can <laughs> you imagine? Lance Lynn. Trying to deal with Gary Sanchez. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would like to see that. 
Yes, I the umpire is holding the pitcher and the catcher from fighting each other. Those guys so badly. <laughs> <clears throat> and he's charging the mound, the batter. No, the catcher. <laughs> Other way around. He's charging the plate. I think is how that's going to go. <laughs> that would be great to have some rookie batter up at the plate at that point of going, what, what do I do? Do I leave? <laughs> run. You run. Go Not a way. <laughs> Watch out for the swingy bat. It's coming at you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into some pictures. Now, Sonny Gray, of course, was supposed to be on this list, but then he went and signed with St. Louis because he's no fun. I was so looking forward to sending him somewhere else. Uh, You know, I was going to have a blast with that, too. Uh, Oh, well. So disappointing. St. Louis would not have been my pick. The record. <laughs> well, look, we've got some fun on this list. We've got some fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Snell, where are we going to send Mr. Cy Young? All right. I like Blake Snell, so I don't want to do anything mean to him. I'd like him to go to a place where he'd be happy and successful that needs pitching. So, guess what? Another one for the Orioles. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, there you go. Ooh, that would be a nasty little one two punch at the top of that rotation. Wow. Okay, Irby, how about you? I, I mean, similar to the, the youthful team, uh, I'm sending him out to Arizona, uh, make him part of that one, two, three combination, and oh, just yeah. love the fact that he would do that with in the same division as San Diego. It's just a nice little cherry on top. All right, well, if you guys are going to be creating super rotations, then I'm using my homer pick. I'm sending it to Texas. There you go. All right. All right, there you go. Yeah, I ain't gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> Although you know, I'd rather have Monty back. But hey, I'll take Snow. <laughs> All these super rotations. <laughs> the way we're going, the way the way it's not just us. Like the way the league is going, it's going to be super rotations and no outfields across the league. Yeah, yeah. What's going to be? <laughs> I think at the end of the offseason, we should count how many super rotations and how many like. Negative space outfields. There are. <laughs> See how much Sally's up. Somebody write that down. Let's go back and look at that with the offseason. <laughs> I hope your super rotation rotation keeps the ball on the ground. Really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, next on the list, Samantha, is Marcus Stroman. Ooh. I want him to go back to the Cubs. I think he was happy there. I think he was a critical component of that team. Sure. They're on the upswing. He said he was amenable to it. I like him there. I like that for him. He said he was. He said he was open to it. So yeah, let's let's send him back to the cups. Okay. Irby, how about you? Padres, what could go wrong? Oh God, a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few things. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Man, I could be really devious and send him to the Mets, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Padres of the East. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like him back in Toronto. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. They, they, they need an innings eater they, in that rotation. could use a pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like I like him. They never should let him go, but that's neither here nor there. 
We want to send him back to the Mets, too. You want to send him back to all his old homes. I mean, we could do that. I mean, send him back to the Mets. They'll trade him by, you know, July. Right? Trade him to Toronto. <laughs> then Toronto can pull an, pull an Angels and put him on waivers when they fall out of contention at the deadline. And then the Cubs pick him up. And then the Cubs pick him up. So he, he could just do a whole little tour of his former season. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? All right. This one ought to be fun for, for you, uh, Samantha. Um, Lucas Giolito. Hmm. You know him better than me, me and Irby do. So <laughs> where is he going to go? Well, I don't know. I'm torn because I want to think there's still hope for this guy because, like, I don't know. You know, he was briefly a guardian, and he almost sort of single-handedly put us out of the postseason with the worst start <laughs> I've ever seen by a Guardians pitcher. But also I felt bad because he felt really bad about it afterwards, and then I felt bad because I was very angry, and I felt bad for being angry at him because he was sad. And, you know, when they cry in the press conferences, I usually feel really bad for them. So now I don't want anything bad to happen to him, but I don't know if he's actually any good. So I need to send him somewhere where, like, it would be great if he thrived, but it's not going to, like, do anything bad if he doesn't. So I'm thinking we're looking for somebody who's like mid rebuild, but not quite there yet. Hmm. Well, another Mariner. Although I, you know, I feel like that's not going to go well. Um, they have enough pitching, anyways. It's the offense they need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe some outfielders. <laughs> no. Well, what about the Marlins? With the Marlins. Okay, I can see that. There we go. I can see that. He could be, he could be a Marlin. Yeah, let's try the Marlins. Okay. All right. Irby, where are you sending Mr. Giolito? I, well, and this is kind of the, the parameters you set, Samantha, where you want to somewhere where, you know, the expectations are not too high. You know, they shouldn't be too high because sometimes they're unmanageably high for no particular reason. So I'm going to send him out to L.A. and make him an angel. Uh, him and Ron Washington. <laughs> you know what? It's That's... not the worst marriage of the world. Can you send a person back to where they were just put on waivers? Like, there's no yeah. way that guy would agree to sign there. There's absolutely no way. Yeah, but I want to hear I the know. conversation. I'll... I am taking issue with this pitch. I want to hear the pitch from Manasian to Gilito. I want to hear the pitch. No, sorry we stuck you on waivers last year after ripping you away from an actual contender. (laughs) Isn't this what Artie did last year with selling the team? So now we're going to do the same thing with Luke. No, Ron Washington, spending time with Ron. (laughs) Uh, Gilito, you can play first base. It's not hard. It's exceptionally hard. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Can you DH on the days you don't pitch? No. <laughs> you sure? Can you be a home run hitter for us? <laughs> All right. Well, as much fun as that would be, I'm sending him to Queens. It's the perfect time for him to join the Mets because no one's expecting anything from the Mets in 2024. Nothing, nada, zilch, no. No one's expecting anything. He could step in, and if he regains his form, get traded probably to a non-contender just like last year, but, you know. He can reestablish his value as a member of the mess. Yeah, I think he's going to get a multi-year deal, but I, I still think you're right, though, because like I could see the Mets overpaying for somebody like that, or at least being willing to risk the overpay. Yeah, 
I can see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, one more starter, and then we have a reliever, and then we're going to get into some football. Uh, but this was fun because he is technically still a free agent. Not going to show up in any rumor mill. He's not going to be talked about next week at the winter meetings. Right? You're not going to see him sign even probably a one-year deal anytime soon. But he's still technically a free agent. Uh, one Madison Bumgarner. Yes. You guys, he never retired. He never officially retired. It is possible. The dream is still alive. This is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I, I just need him to be somewhere where I can root for him but where I also don't need him to do well. So the Homer pick is out. I already used it anyway. I'm not sending him there. I'm not sending him to Boston. I'm not sending him to Baltimore. I'm not sending him to Texas. So I need somebody who I have positive feelings about and who I enjoy watching frequently, but who I have absolutely no stakes in how they actually do. So I think I'm going to send him... <laughs> oh, no, it's not. I'm sending him to Cincinnati. Ooh. Oh. Okay, I have to ask, hey. is he starting? Is he relieving? Is he mentoring? What's he doing? You know, he might be the fifth mascot, for all I care. <laughs> They've already got too many. What's one more? What's one more? <laughs> I, I don't even care. I, I just feel like it's just chaotic enough there that it could work. So, yeah, he can start. He can be a reliever. He can be the guy who fills the bucket up with gum before the game. I don't care. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Irby, how about you? Where, where, where would Mad Bum go if he signed a contract? Well, I want to be terrible and say the Yankees need pitching, but I'm not. Um, I prefer this route, some other way you're saying it. And so, yeah, I'm going to – I believe he can do the – we haven't had it in, in quite a few decades with the next pitching coach slash reliever uh, for the Colorado Rockies. Nothing bad can happen here. Put him out there. Keep him out west. He can just continue this tour of NL, NL West teams <laughs> and make him a Rocky because it can't get any worse. Oh, okay. Uh, there is one team out there. There is one roster out there that could that really needs his volatility. And it's not because of what's happening on the field. It's happening with everything spinning around this organization off the field. I'm sending him to Oakland. It's perfect. He can go. Well, you send him to Vegas. Well. He can't actually go to Oakland. <laughs> he, I'm Madison Baumgartner, the press box possum. Feral cats, what could go wrong? I love it. <laughs> it's, it's, right? I mean, they're still going to be technically in Oakland at least through next year, and you're not signing him to true. you're not signing him to more than a one year deal. That's yeah. what I want to see. I love it. <laughs> okay, last but not least, we have one relief pitcher who is a dear, dear friend of Lollygagging Sports because he is our he's just our favorite reliever there is, uh, Joe Kelly. Samantha, where are you sending? Where are you sending Joe Kelly? Um, 
there's a part of me that really wants to send him back to Boston because, I mean, obviously this guy is a hero to us all, but he is a tremendous hero in Boston. You know, before the world knew about Joe Kelly, there was Joe Kelly and Red Sox fans, just tremendous. So there's a part of me that wants to send him back to Boston, but I'm not going to do that because for maximum effectiveness of Joe Kelly and everything that he represents and everything that he has the potential to do to continue to be the great hero to every fan base that is not the Houston Astros. I must, therefore, send him to your Texas Rangers. Yes. Well, that's what that rivalry needs. <laughs> Just add Joe Kelly to the mix, Irby. Why not? Boy, that would be insane. I love it. Love it. And as you would have paid attention, I have not used my homer pick. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. My homer yes. pick. Yes. Joe Kelly. First time up in that batter's box. He's going to point at Adolis. First time against you, he's pointing at Adolis and then point at the batter going, it's in your ear. You ready? It's in your ear. Here it comes. <laughs> Frowny face. What are you going to do? I'm about to throw it at your head. Kirby, <laughs> long distance high five. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I think we're already guaranteed a couple of fights in that first series between these two teams next year. Joe Kelly makes it a certainty. It'll be game one. I, Joe, Joe Kelly would even get work with Adolis ahead of time that we would Odolis would get a running start towards the batter's box as Kelly's going into his windup. <laughs> why is why is Adol- oh <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a right fielder charge a butt but oh never mind that's not yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well and, uh, and also the Rangers can use a bullpen Edition too. <laughs> they could, they could, you know, provided he's healthy, they could. Uh, I am also going to keep him in the AL West. I am going to keep him in AL West, but I'm sending him to Seattle. Why do you guys keep sending people we like to the land of the fifty-four percent? Why? Because why you guys keep doing well, I'll tell you why I did this here because I've already used my homer pick, so I couldn't send him to Texas. The Mariners are the only other team in the West that could potentially, you know, be in a rivalry with Houston. Because the other two teams okay. are terrible. Okay, fair enough. That's why. Okay. That's why I'm sitting okay. in there. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Besides, I mean, Mariners fans don't get any love from their front office this time of year. Let's give it this. Let's give it this. Just throw them a bone. True. True. You know? And I, I I don't have any beef with Mariners fans at all. I, I have a beef with their general manager. So <laughs> mm-hmm. there you go. I'll give you guys something to be happy about while your general manager ruins your lives again. Um, it's fine. I like it. All right. Moving on to the NFL. This is a fun one. This is a fun little topic uh, for us, Samantha, because, I mean, obviously we we are Belichick fans here, and we, we enjoy talking about Belichick every chance we get. And he actually gave us a reason to talk about him. So, Sunday, he benches his starter. Got that in air quotes. They benched his starter. Uh, and now, as we start the practice week, and we're, and we're ramping up for this next weekend's of games, uh, now we're not, he is not listing a starter, also in air quotes. Is this not the most Bill Belichick quarterback controversy there is? I mean, <laughs> it's, not, it's not forced upon him by, by the media, but he's basically done it to himself. He, he pulled his starter. Now he's not naming a starter. This is Belichick. This is how Belichick does quarterback controversies. 
Well, I feel like this time, though, he created the quarterback controversy because, like, he has benched this person four times yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you do this? How do you bench someone four separate times and then keep giving them their job back? And I, I believe he's actually indicated that Zappi is going to start this weekend. So, okay. I mean, I just... Is this the tank? Like, is that what we're doing here? I mean, I believe they're... This is against the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. So... I figure the Patriots will probably win because it seems like one of those Chargers going to Charger kind of games. <laughs> um, but, you know, we did talk, I think, at one point about trading Belichick to the Chargers. Um, so there's that. He could just go home with them. But I don't know. I think this is all part of the tank, right? Like, what is the best way to, like, sow chaos within your own team? Like, just keep switching the quarterback until nobody knows which end is up, right? So if they're going, like, tankathon here and trying to accrue higher picks, which they will then, by the way, trade away um, for more picks later because that's what Bill does. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny, right? I feel bad for Mac Jones because I like Mac Jones, and I think he's a lot better quarterback than what he looks like right now, like a lot better. Um, It's just a bad system for him. He's lost his confidence. I'm sure it doesn't help that he's been benched four times. But, like, Belichick doesn't care about feelings, right? Belichick doesn't care about anyone's feelings. I don't think Belichick even cares about his own feelings. He doesn't believe in this. He doesn't believe in feelings. So, (laughs) you know, if benching Mac Jones four separate times and switching him off the zippy, like, yes, I know what his real name is, but I call him zippy. Um, (laughs) Then, I mean, if this is how you, you work your way up to the number one pick, then, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I, what, what I want to see next out of this whole situation? Because I, I agree with you. Like, like you, you, you've, you've benched him four times. You keep starting him. You know, this is not, this is just not tenable. But I'd like to see him go like full fledged Tom Landry when we had Roger Staubach and, and um, I'm blanking on the other guy's name. But they literally alternated plays. Staubach was in. That, that wasn't the Danny White. No, was that it? wasn't Danny White. It was. Um, I can't believe I'm blanking on this guy. Anyway, Roger Stalag definitely did not play at the same time. No. Oh, I, I can't think of his name now. Uh, he got actually got the guy got into a fight with Roger Stalag in training camp and got kicked off the team. So uh, I can't think of his name now. But he did. They, they alternated each play. <laughs> Why don't we do that? But Mac, show, Mac, you get and you, and you all talk about Tom Landry like he is God or something. Yeah, that was that was not not the best move. <laughs> if I'm being nice, I mean, did you see what Belichick said about the kicker too? When they're like, is it, when they were asking if he was gonna, you know, if they were going to to start him again, and Belichick's like, he's on the roster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God, Irby, <laughs> you what do you want to add here? <laughs> I. Yes, I, 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 I'm kind of in the same. I feel bad for Mac Jones, and it's you know this is the ultimate you know change of address. Can't be a bad thing anymore because now it's it's um, and I'll zippy. I'm going to be saying zippy for now on. <laughs> Thank you. So not, not complaining. Bailey zippy. Um, yeah, I mean what they're talking about Malik Cunningham. I mean this is the ultimate. In in percent of the time, we'd be looking at this with any other team, any organization going. Yeah, okay, they're just positioning themselves to take a quarterback with their first pick. But does Belichick do that? Or does he use that top three pick to trade back and get a bunch more picks? 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he would do. I, I, I think it depends. I think I think it depends on on who's there, on whether or not he would go quarterback there or trade down. I mean, the quarterback market is not looking great right now, so I think he's going to trade back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it's. I mean, Caleb Williams is a slam dunk, but he's doing his best to ruin the ruin that. Oh, so disappointing. So it's just like, come on, kid. Scouts literally watch everything you do. This is not hard. Mm, the other one's not exactly doing a great job either. It's the one that the, the one that had the meltdown and refused to answer questions and was like, I just want to cuddle my dog, which is, like, adorable, but also, like, not an acceptable press conference answer. Really not. I had not heard about that one. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. What was his name? Drake? Drake May? Drake May? Drake May, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it it North Carolina? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You think think Belichick just waits for the second round and takes Shador Sanders? Yes. (laughs) After trading the earlier pick for six other picks? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, he'll use his first pick to get Travis Hunter. And then he'll pick up Shador later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, Moving on here. Uh, I I think it's a good time to just take a quick look at – the bubble teams in the NFL playoff picture, just to take a just take a gander and see who we think is best positioned to get that seventh spot. Now we'll get to the NFC in a second. The NFC is really kind of crazy around that seventh spot. The AFC, though, Samantha, not so much. Right, you uh, you've got at six, you got the Browns at seven and four, and then we dropped to six and five at seven with the Colts currently holding that last playoff spot. They're tied with the Texans and Broncos at six and five. The Bills are six and six, and the Bengals are five and six. So, of those teams, who who do you think is best positioned for that seventh spot? Well, it's probably still the Bills, just by virtue of the fact that they're far and away the most talented of any of those, other than maybe the Browns, who are definitely going to screw this up. So they're definitely out. Um, the Bengals are out. Um, so I think it's probably the Bills. Like, there's no reason they can't, like, keep it together and hang by a thread and go up and grab that spot. I just think all of the other teams in this group, other than Cleveland, who will curse their way out of that spot, um, are really not good enough. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess Houston is a possibility, but I'm not sure I think that's going to continue in that way. So we'll see, I guess. But. Um, you know what's intriguing for me, though, about the AFC is you've got the Bills, which I agree with you. Like, that is the most talented team that's currently looking on, you know, outside looking into the playoff picture right now. That's, the, without a doubt, the most talented team sitting there. So what you have, at least from what, I'm, what I see in my opinion, you got the talented Bills versus a hot quarterback in Houston and a hot team in Denver. So we got yeah. talent versus hot hands. I mean, we've seen it many times with the hot hands beat talent. Happens a lot. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I just, to me, Denver is like, I don't know, Sean Payton for coach of the year. Sean Payton for being like, no, I'm not going to tank. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you sort that out because like, as we've discussed on the show many times, he definitely hates Russ. No one will ever convince me that that's not true. He hates that guy. I guarantee it. Uh-huh. I guarantee you he hates Russ. I guarantee you wants to get rid of him. So I'm not exactly sure how that works out as far as, you know, 
trying to rebuild a team that clearly needs to be rebuilt. But I don't know. It's Sean Payton, man. Like, I think that he is in a situation where he's like, listen, like, I, I'm not going to fully go, like, complete tank. Too much pride, you know? And I respect that. I respect that. As long as you can still put together a good draft with wherever you end up. That being said, I think, like, this is like a incredible coaching job and oh look out for the broncos in the future kind of year not uh the broncos are sneaking into the postseason kind of year i don't think so yeah. if you were asking me but just about hot hand i would i would go houston yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that irby how about you what, what, what are you thinking with afc bubble teams i i'm a lot different so one I, the, the, the similar stuff yes that cincinnati's done don't no not happening Tiebreakers alone just look horrid as well. Not happening. Like they yeah. basically have to win out. Uh, Cincinnati's not him. Guys, I I love them. Buffalo's not making the playoffs this year. Ooh. I I this six and six team here in a couple weeks is going to be six and eight. I don't see them getting wins against Kansas City and Dallas coming up. And then you are sitting in a world where you have now got to run the table in stuff that includes luckily the Patriots in there, but it ends with Miami in there. I don't like this. I, I too many wasted opportunities. I, I the Bills are out. I don't. The Bills are not going to make the postseason, and I and so because of that, <laughs> I'm looking at this and going, does this Sunday's matchup between the Texans and the Broncos give the winner the upper hand for the last playoff spot? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> like, I, I I don't want to. I. I I'm not hate on Indianapolis. The Colts can still be there, but I think it comes down to this Texans Broncos game. And I'm gonna, I mean, mark it in your head. What happens here? And watch that as a big difference maker on who gets that final spot. Well, um, Texans Broncos. I mean, you think about it. They're tied at six and five, so the winner of that game has the the quintessential two game lead with the tiebreaker. So yes, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, but now that I declare this, it'll definitely be a tie. <laughs> Oh, man. Can, can we get a tie just for the shenanigans that would follow that? Well, we do need that as well. Let's throw some ties in there. It never hurts. <laughs> Smith, anything else on the AFC before we move over to the NFC? Well, who was yours? Oh, you know what? You're right. I should I should do that. <laughs> uh, You're going to take the Jets, aren't you? Uh, Listen, if I have to pick through this junk heap, so do you. Yes, yes. no, 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 that's fair. Garbage fire. That's that. That's that's fair. That that's fair. Uh, you know, it, it pains me to say this, but I'm going to go with a hot-handed quarterback in Houston. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's it's a lot more plausible for a quarterback to stay hot than an entire team to stay hot down the Agree. stretch. So, Agree. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think it's going to be Houston. Which, which what I find interesting is none of us think it's the current seven seed Colts. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. I love Gardner Minshew, but like everything else about the Colts says, never going to happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's flip it over to the NFC, which is the train wreck it always is. Dallas at eight and three. Is the is at five, and then we drop down to the six and five Seahawks, the six and six Vikings. That's six and seven, in 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 the playoff picture, and then we get the under five hundred teams: the Packers, the Rams, the Saints, all five and six, and the Bucks at four and seven. Talk about picking through crap, Samantha. Who's who's going to make up? Basically, I, I think we're locked in here <laughs> with the Eagles. The Forty ers are going to be one two. The Lions will be three. 
the the winner of the South, which looks like it's the Falcons, maybe would be four. Uh, it's really six and seven that we're talking about here. All right, so the, one of those is Dallas. That's the easy part. Yeah, Dallas um, is five. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas will get one of them. They'll be fine. After that, I mean, I what a trash pile. Like, I just mm, <laughs> get Seattle, I guess. Like, I guess who just leaves them where they are? I mean, like, I, I know everybody got excited about Minnesota for, like, a minute. But, like, you know, the wheels have come off on the, like, Josh Dobbs thing. And, like, that team has a lot of problems outside of that. I mean, and then the rest of those, like, I'm just not even willing to discuss. So, yeah, I guess it's probably Seattle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that, well, Seattle's number six. He's number seven. Oh, God, I have to take another one? Yeah, you yeah. Oh, one. man. Oh, I don't want to. No, I quit. I quit. I don't want to. Can I put an AFC team over there? You're going to put the Bills over there. You're going to have the Texans. Um, I don't want to. Um, fine, Minnesota. I don't know. I don't care. They all suck. All of you suck. Like <laughs> they are terrible. <laughs> we're all awful. Yep. Like I mean, like I'm. If New Orleans was willing to make the commitment to Jameis Winston, we could ever talk. But they're not. So I'm not doing that. And the rest of them, I refuse to even talk about. I will not do it. <laughs> Unless Washington changes back a football team. Well, if Washington changes back to football team, then we're going to have a whole bunch of different discussions in which all of my rooting interests also change. So, also, I would really need them to put Taylor Heineke back there, but we could work on that. That could be an off-season project. I would be willing to wait on that part of it. I know he was under contract um, to the Falcons at the moment. So, I would be willing to wait. But if they go back to football team, then they go to the top of my rooting interest list in the NFC. Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, the Bears, buoyed by their... Wild twelve to ten victory over Minnesota going into their bye week. They may come out of that a whole different team. I mean, I <laughs> I would rather see the Bears than any of the other choices you gave me. At least it would be funny. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, oh god! This is like, just looking at it, it. It just it's just gross. Okay, Irby, how about you? Makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. In the NFC playoff picture here. Who's who's coming in after Dallas at five? Oh, oof. well, Seattle. Yeah, it's it's going to be Seattle there in, in, in the sixth spot. Um, just be what they have left. Uh, I mean, and, and less of what they have. And, and yes, I realize that they've got Dallas and San Francisco and Philadelphia in their next three. So it should be bad. But even with that said, they could lose those three, fall to six and eight, and probably still find their way back into the postseason. Because of what's back there, I mean, I, I yeah, you've got Kylie. How many years does this seem like we have to do this? Where the the first wild card, who ends up being the five seed, has an amazing record. They got to go play a pathetic in what will probably be below five hundred yep. division winner. In this case, it's Atlanta, which granted New Orleans and Tampa are all right there, so it could be any of that. Okay, but at least that seems fair, right? Dallas putting out the Falcons feels fair to me. I know it's like screwed up seating, but like that. This feels yeah, fair. But can we can we change that? If you have a sub five hundred record in your division winner, you don't get to host that game anymore. I think you just. I don't even know if I think you should be allowed to go if you have That's a sub five hundred record. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're like you're just done. Like, if you can make it to five hundred, okay, then you can go and you will be seated behind any wild cards that put up a better record. But if True. you can't put together. Fifty percent of your schedule as wins. I'm sorry, you're not allowed in the playoffs. You're out. You're gone. No, give the yep. spot to someone else. 
No. We're not even saying 54%, just 50 Like, we even lowered that standard. <laughs> Jeez, wait, I know. We went from Mariners to Rockies here, you guys. We, we are giving you the Rockies. We're yeah. not even going to make you Mariners. This. We're only asking that you Rockies it. So, I'm sorry. If you can't be as good as the Colorado Rockies, who were aiming for 500, you do not get to go to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. I mean th- this could work. Why, why not take all of your – obviously, your division winners are in, right? Like, like you know. Division one is right. Well, and then, and then you know, <laughs> essentially have the rest of the rest of the teams. You have to be over five, add five hundred or better to be quote bow eligible. Yeah, which is why we're not taking all the division winners. Right. Well, mm-hmm. also true. That's fair. In general, you have to be bowl. You have to be bowl eligible, just like in college. You have to have a certain yes. record to make it to the postseason. I'm, I'm on board with this. Yeah, five hundred. You got to win nine. <laughs> not asking for a lot here. Can, can we have to be better than average to go to the postseason? This is not the NBA can where we, everybody gets in, and that includes during the middle of the season because now they're having an in-season tournament. My don't, God, don't, whatever. Don't get me started on I that. Don't say and start, don't even say that to me. I'm already upset. I'm already upset, Irby. Don't. Yeah. They, 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 the only they, one I want of this NFC stuff, the only one I want is, is I want Minnesota traveling out to San Francisco. Because of all that talk of, oh, we beat the Niners. Yeah. Let's see if you can beat them when they're healthy. <laughs> uh, I feel like we should eliminate the Vikings for losing to the Bears at home 12-10 to 10 in Monday Night Football. Well, the I mean, Vikings may eliminate themselves. They haven't even played Detroit yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then Detroit went and That could be a secondary criteria, though. If you lose to the Bears in prime time, you're out. Could that be another caveat that we placed on this? Like, <laughs> Not only... Not only did you lose to the Bears, but the Bears didn't score a touchdown and still beat you. Yep. Like, like there's yep. so many bad things about like, about that game. I would rather the Bears win. How about this? If you lose to the Bears in prime time, the Bears get your spot. There you go. Now you're talking. I like that. That's, That's good. good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you know when when when. Coming over all this, one, I love that there's so many games between these teams that sit in this like seven to twelve range. I, you know, who actually has a favorable remaining schedule is Tampa. They haven't even played Carolina yet. So when looking at this, this four and seven Tampa Bay teams, like these guys are going to make the postseason. I just know it. Mm. Just know it. <laughs> well, Ugh. maybe Arizona's not out of it. Uh, two and ten. Maybe not. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, you, you only need the Packers, Rams, Saints to lose four, the Bucks to lose three, the Giants and the Bears <laughs> and the Commanders to lose two, and then, yeah, they've all got ten losses. <laughs> And I say that, yeah. you know, I say that in full, like, you know, I mean, at, at that point, so with the Panthers, the Panthers would also have 10 losses. So. Nope, too far. Can't you, do it. You know, I mean, <laughs> as, as, as completely crazy as that sounds, you could also see it. That's how bad the NFC is. You got the Eagles, you got the 49ers, you got the Cowboys, you got the Lions, and then you got nothing but crap. <laughs> at, at, at this point. If the if the Carolina Panthers start winning games, the people that are helping them win will get fired. Yeah, that's, that's also true. All right, so you said the Seahawks. Who was your who was your other bubble team? Who was your seventh seed, Irby? 
Um, I it's it's not going to be Minnesota. I sadly I'm going to take. Uh, well, I'm going to have Tampa. Tampa will jump up and win the division. So Atlanta finds their way in at the seven. Tampa's the four. Atlanta's the seven. Ooh. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I agree that Seattle's going to join the Cowboys in that in the in one of those wild card spots. God, this is just so. This is just so bad. Like, it's not the Packers. It's not the Rams. Oh. The Saints get the Lions this week. A Lions team that's pissed about losing Thanksgiving, so that's probably a loss. I, I want, Irby, I'm going to agree with you. I think Tampa's going to go up there. They're going to take the South, and then the Falcons will be the seven. I like that. Oof. Yeah. So you guys are now putting two teams in out of a division that we just said should have no teams. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This it is a horrible. No teams, it's but they score a ball. A four and seven Bucks team is going to win their division, <laughs> but a five and six Falcons team at seven. You know what? Good, good. Just give me the like lambs to the slaughter for the Eagles and the Lions. Like I would protecting my rooting interests here. Fine, give me all the trash teams. We'll just lean into it. Give me all the garbage teams. Oh God, it's like the it's like the consolation ladder in your fantasy football league, only for real, playing the real game. That's what this is. This is the NIT. What is the thank you? That's that's an even better comp. Like, what is the NFC going to get good again? <laughs> like, I'm just, but it, it is good. I mean, it has the the NFC has all the best teams and apparently all the worst teams. So are we, are we talking, okay, so that that particular league has parity. Is that is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, you have like probably the best three teams at least as it currently stands, or the best two and maybe three, or the best. We'll we'll call them one, two, and four. I guess mm-hmm. maybe or maybe one, two, and five. Depending, it's debatable how you feel about where the Chiefs are at right now. So it's one, two, and four, or one, two, and five. So it's fair then that the back end should be trashy, <laughs> and then the AFC is kind of down the middle. It's, it's awful. That's what it is. I I can't. You? Oh, man. Okay. All right. So speaking of awful, <laughs> one <laughs> one last thing before we go. <laughs> This is just a really shitty sales job by Mr. Aaron Rodgers. He, he's Samantha, I'm going to tell you the, what I am interpreting by, by all this news today, and you can tell me if I'm off my rocker or not, okay? Um, Aaron Rodgers goes down with a supposed ruptured Achilles and did, did a great job selling it at the time. You know, had, had the pictures from the hospital bed, wearing the boot, all that, other, all that stuff. You know, the exact same things you saw from Kirk Cousins. Is he really expecting us to believe that he was able to rehab a ruptured Achilles in three months? Because if he's expecting us to believe that, then that talking about talking about overshooting the market terms of making something realistic. I mean, but isn't this the problem with what happens with like narcissists and people with God complexes is eventually they get too greedy. Like they start small, right? Like first it's like, I I'm, look, I was smart not to get a vaccine because I haven't turned into a space alien, right? Like, they, they start small, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then eventually you get to something that's, you know, pretty indisputable. Like, it takes, you know, X amount of time, and we're nowhere near the window 
can heal a ruptured Achilles, like <laughs> it's a medical impossibility. Thank so you. guess what? You never had a ruptured Achilles. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this never happened. Like whatever injury it was that you sustained to that particular part of your body, it was not a ruptured Achilles because that is not how that works. Like either that or you're not really coming back when you say you are. This is a medical impossibility. Aaron Rodgers, as much as he would like you to believe that he is some sort of, you know, ethereal being, you know, greater than thou, he is still saddled with a very human leg that has a very human Achilles in it. And if it ruptured, it didn't get fixed that quick. So I don't know what, like, weird crap he's been doing, you know, like if he's licking toads, you know, the toad venom or whatever, doing toad, I think it is. Maybe he's licking toads and he's been healed by toads um, because science. But, um, you know, whatever garbage explanation we get out of him, which is going to be some kind of bonkers, like I'm ignoring science, I'm ignoring medicine. But like, guess what? I sleep with a fork under my pillow and I sacrificed three cats. I licked a toad um, and I slept on a rug in the desert for three weeks. I I don't know. I, we're going to get some kind of cockamamie explanation and there's going to be a very small percentage of conspiracy theorists who are going to think this is true and all of those people are probably going to die like <laughs> trying to replicate yep. whatever this will be. At which point, you know, I'm sorry, but that's Buffalo theory. Like if you do that, that's... <laughs> We're just calling the heart. Um, If you're listening to anything, if you're taking any medical advice from Aaron Rodgers, like Buffalo theory for you. So good luck. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, I mean, aren't we just all in agreement that like you didn't have a ruptured Achilles? Like either that or you're not really coming back. There's going to be a catastrophic setback, you know, (laughs) two weeks from now. But I don't believe, I don't believe anything that comes out of that guy's mouth. Like I just, there's no reason to think that anything he says is true in any sense. So either he's deluded himself into thinking he's going to come back sooner than he is, or he's just making shit up and he was lying in the first place. I mean, do you really think the Jets were going to be like on top of this? It's the Jets, man. Yeah. <laughs> do you think the Jets were going to reorganize this? The Jets, the Jets can't even keep themselves organized. <laughs> the Jets are like, like those people where you're like, how do you keep yourself alive? That's the Jets, right? So do you really think that they could keep track of this and be like, no, that's not correct? Like, they don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you said it perfectly right there. It was, it was medically impossible. It is a yeah. medical impossibility to rehab a ruptured Achilles in three months. And we're not... Yeah, no. Oh, this is like those people who are like, I beat cancer by drinking more water. Like you never had cancer. You're yeah, right. that's it. Um. <laughs> right. And you know what's, what? The, the the really awful part about this though is, who's going to investigate this? The NFL. No one. No one. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> I'd love to see what they dig up. You know. Yeah. God. All right, Irby. How about you? <laughs> Bill Belichick. Belichick will investigate this. Belichick is yeah. He's, he's he's more trustworthy than the NFL is, so that's fine with me. That's true, actually. <laughs> 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 but it is true. Um, I like we could we could laugh about this so much for so long, and I and I I did enjoy you guys going through it, but like I let's just let's just use. I mean, science, I know science is a scary word and it freaks people out like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and, you know, whatever. Fine. So we'll, we'll use words like, you know, logic 
Um, you did not. Still, still no. Still, still no. Yeah, logic no. Common sense no. No. Yeah. Um, facts. How about no. that? Those, those. Are, no, that, they really yeah, hate no, those. No, that had been that had been messed up the last three. Like the last time a player came back early from an Achilles tendon torn, uh, they did it in a hundred days shorter than what Aaron Rodgers is claiming. Um, you see my air quotes. Everyone see the bunny ears? Yeah. What he's claiming. That player was Cam Akers, and you know what he did? He re-ruptured, he re-ruptured the extension. Yep. So, and no, you did not. You did not rupture your Achilles. You, you, that, that's it. Like, there's, there's, we, I, I love that we can kid around and we can joke about these, but that's it. Like, there's medically, scientifically, logically, factually information that you can deny all you want, and you can make shit up all you want. And, and say that it's it's not real, and that you you looked at a mushroom as it was crossing the sun while spinning around three times. You can do that all you want. It's not real. This it's is like real. Exactly something you would say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, he, you didn't rupture your Achilles. You injured your Achilles tendon. You injured your leg. Absolutely, Aaron. You are right there. But you did not rupture this. You were not superhuman. You are not a god. You know it's it, you know a wow and and. Bo, you'll be cueing the Ghostbusters music here in just a bit, and, and now I'm going to be thinking about him. As he would be the one that would, when, when asked, are you a god? And he's like, Ray? Yes, you say yes. If an interdimensional being... Th-. And Aaron took that to heart, and he thinks he is a god, because that's the only... You're not. You didn't rupture your Achilles. You injured your leg, and now you're coming back. And and you can... He's going to... You, you nailed it perfectly. He's going to make these outrageous claims. He's going to, you know, oh, well, it's... You know, I, I, most people put cucumbers in their water. I put water in my cucumbers and eat them. Um, and so <laughs> only that's on why Tuesdays. I would say, only on Tuesdays. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a full moon. Um, if it's a full moon, then you do the process backwards and you drink cucumber water, but only on a full moon. And we were just coming out of a full moon. So hopefully everybody got their cucumber water in real quick. Uh, so, damn it, I was I drinking mean, mushroom tea. Were, were you looking at the sun and spinning around while you were doing it? No, you know, I, it, forgot to, I forgot that part. I was just, I, I, I was, it was enough for me to do the mushroom tea. That's just gross. <laughs> yeah, but but the the sad thing, and this is the, you know, I work in the medical field. This is what's coming out, and it and it what bothers me about individuals <clears throat> like him. He has enough of people following. He has enough people fooled that he is going to make something up here very soon. It's not real. He's making it up. He's lying about the injury. Like you said, the Jets, why would the Jets investigate? They don't care. They got Aaron Rodgers. They sold how many jerseys without him playing one freaking game? Yeah. They're loving this. Okay, so why would they investigate? There's absolutely no reason for them to really check and see what kind of injury it is. Okay, and so he's going to make this up. He's going to act like this is, you know, and you know what? I think, Who cares? You're going to come back. Hey, can we stop acting like, like we, we, and then say we collectively, not this room here. Can we stop acting like he's going to come back and throw for 3,000 yards and 40 touchdowns the rest of the season? It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, it's not. I got nothing on this one. It's, I just, I, it just infuriates me. Like, you know, I just want to be like, you know what? I hope Zach Wilson sleeps with your mom. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Oh wait, but he hates his mom though. That one's really good. 
Because his, fa- his family rejected him, right? He's estranged yes. from his family, so even the AC, even that's not gonna. This is a problem with a person like that. Like, what can you even do to them? Like, <laughs> take away his toads. I will take away your toads, Aaron. No more toads for you. Ugh. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> can we we'll start calling it the Ghost Achilles? No. All right. Wherever you're listening to us from, hit that like button. Subscribe to the show. Help us out with that, alg- with that algorithm. Until next week, watch some football. It's good for you. And you might just stumble across a medical marvel when you do. Or not. Probably not. We'll see you next week. Okay.